Okay, welcome to Wine Wednesday, unfiltered and unhinged. I am sipping on pineapple wine from Brightland. It's pretty good. Um, I'm sipping on some wine from the Dollar General because the wine I was supposed to be drinking, the wine that Bailey's drinking, it, I couldn't bring it home because I bought too much shit when we were home for Christmas. So that's what I'm drinking. It's pretty good. If you didn't know, you could fit a whole bottle of wine in a Stanley. Just so that it's notated. <laughs> yeah, just so everyone knows. So grab your wine and drink with us. Yes, because I am drinking um, the wine that Demi actually gifted to me. It's from Red 55 Winery, which is uh, Miranda Lambert's winery or wines. And I'm drinking the Electric Pink. It's a 2021 White Zinfandel. And I know that the white probably means that it comes from, like, white grapes or something like that. I remember DJ explained to us, like, all the different names and the types and, like, how it's made by, or knowing how it's made by what the name is. I just can't remember exactly. Because what I'm confused about is it says white Zinfandel, but it's, like, a pink colored wine. But, <clears throat> Anyways, I'm not going to lie. Demi and I have already taken a couple sips of our wines. And what's your review of your wine? Let's be honest. It's pretty good. It's sweet if you like sweet wines. I don't really taste the pineapple. It just kind of tastes like every other sweet wine that I've had from like Walmart or anything like that. But it's good. I like it. It's good. Good. Mine, um, it smells, I don't know. Hold on. So, it's a good wine. I like Zinfandel's. Um, it just tastes like it's strong. Like, it is, a, I can taste, like, the sweetness of the wine. But it just has a very strong alcohol flavor to it. To me, at least. Because, like, also the smell, when you smell it, it kind of singes your nose hairs a little bit. So, hopefully that just means it's a little bit strong. So, but it tastes good. I'm not complaining. I like it. I do like it. It just has a very alcoholic taste, but that's okay. We used to drink straight freaking 90% isopropyl alcohol, pretty much. Look at us now. It's moonshine. Drinkers. It's called moonshine. <laughs> so, if you can handle moonshine, you can handle anything, pretty much. Have you seen that old man on TikTok, like, his granddaughter or his daughter records him, and he, like, he's, like, 99, and he drinks moonshine every day, like, a cup of it every day, and he'll literally, uh, like, it'll be, like, it'll be straight moonshine, and he'll take a sip of it, and he'll swish it in his mouth, like, mouthwash, and then swallow it really slow. He doesn't make any facial expressions, nothing. He's just like, that's good. He's making sure that all the bacteria in his mouth is just killed. He's going to live he's forever. he's got some pearly white teeth. Yeah, exactly. That's basically, he's embalming himself from the inside out. And I hope he does, because I love him. I don't know him, but I love him. And I haven't I seen I that. I him a hug. But before, but before we get all too deep into this, something happened 
kind of last night, this morning, that we need to talk about. Okay? I'm scared. What? (laughs) So, um, last night, this is, I have some notes right here on a piece of paper because I wanted to take some time to speak seriously about this matter. So basically, um, last night, February 5th, our beloved Toby Keith passed away, surrounded by his family. Um, For those of you that don't know, he had been battling stomach cancer for the past two or three years, since 2022, so about two years. Um, And he was 62, but he passed away, sadly. R.I.P. a legend. Yes. Um, I have wrote down some notes so that we can give Mr. Toby the, what's the word? The attention he deserves. Okay. Yep. The attention, the love, it is February, so he deserves all the love, and this whole podcast is dedicated to Toby Keith. So, Toby Keith actually has quite a special place in my heart, mainly because whenever I was growing up, I golfed. And he had co-owned a golf course. I think it was in Edmond or Norman. Hold on. In Norman. Um, It's called Belmar Golf Golf Club. And um, I played in it. I played in, like, some type of tournament that I think either he was hosting or it was just, like, the Belmar Golf Club was hosting. I don't know exactly. But he showed up. And, like, as soon as he walked through the door, I was kind of, like, with three or four other kids my age. And when he walked through the door, he, like, put his hand, like, on my head and kind of, like, patted my head and then, like, walked in. And I was, like, the only person he had actually just, like, touched, like, reached out to touch or whatever on his way up to speak. And then, like, afterwards, he took pictures with people and whatever. But I was just like, me? That healed something in you that you needed. It did, because I have daddy issues. Just tell it all. <laughs> just tell it all. Yeah. But ever since then, like, obviously, we grew up listening to Toby Keith. So, like, everyone knew who Toby Keith was, whatever. But, like, after that, I was like, oh, I love him. And he's such, like, a kind, caring human. He supports our troops heavily. He has so many different, like, or he does so many different things. Like, he has different organizations, and he helps with different organizations and all this kind of stuff. And I just love him so much that I went and did a little bit of research on Toby Keith to get the accurate information to pinpoint. Because we're giving him what he is credited for. So, he was born on July 8th, which makes him a cancer. Um, He was a big University of Oklahoma fan. My aunt actually, like, has three different pictures with him because he used to go to games all the time. Um, But, yeah, he's a big OU fan, Boomer Sooner. He actually worked in the oil fields of Oklahoma when he was younger. And then was a semi-pro football player before his singing career kicked off. Which I didn't know that he was semi-pro. Me either. 
I thought that was pretty cool. Um, but, um, his song, As Good As I Once Was, along with Beer For My Horses, was the longest running number one hit of his career, spending six weeks at the top charts in 2005, and also earned him a Grammy nomination for Best Male Country Vocal Performance. I have something to say. I love those two songs and Whiskey for My Men and Beer for My Horses. I used to sing my heart out to that song. Little Demi felt that to her <laughs> bone before she ever got a drop of whiskey. But <laughs> I love him. That's it. The only song that I didn't like of his is Red Solo Cup. And I know there's people that love it. <clears throat> Bailey. But <laughs> it's not my favorite. But I still love him to the moon. And I love his songs. And he's really my good My favorite song that he sang, which, like, I sing, or I don't sing it. I mean, I guess I sing it. But, like, I listen to it avidly every single year around the 4th of July. And I'll listen to it for the whole month. It is courtesy of the Red, White, and Blue. And my favorite part is, well, put a boot in your ass. It's the American way. That gets me riled up. I could punch literally my hand through glass. That's right up there with the Shania Twain song for me. It is. It is. Right and it's up just there. like, you hear some of his songs and you're just like filled with all these different things. I don't know. He had a way with words. I'll tell you that. Um, but more than 60 of his singles reached the country charts, including 20 number one hits. But when it says his singles, I imagine it's songs that he wrote also, not just his own singles, but, like, also other people's songs that he wrote as well. Because I know the songs that he sang, he helped write all of those. He didn't have any, like, other, like, people write his music for him. He had part in everything. But, um, he's also from Clinton, Oklahoma. Proud American, or proud, I said proud American. He is proud American, but he's a proud Oklahoman. Um, but yeah, I just thought people needed to know a little bit more of like the stats that he had because he was literally, I don't want to say the king of country music because he's not the king, but he was definitely like the face of 90s and 2000s country and yeah. I grew up or we both grew up on it he's right up there with George Strait and I love him yeah because so George Strait is the king of country he is the king he takes the crown but also speaking of kings did you see King Charles <laughs> has cancer no 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 he's no. diagnosed Poor. with cancer Poor, poor, poor old man. I didn't know what he womp, was going womp. What do you mean, poor old man? It was sarcastic. But I <laughs> didn't know what was going on with him, but I knew something was going on with him because I saw a TikTok of, like, this is Diana dancing in heaven right now. So I knew something mm -hmm. was going on with him, but I didn't want to investigate because I didn't want my whole For You page to be all about that Yeah, he was diagnosed. Room. Okay, so basically he was in the hospital or whatever because he had an enlarged prostate. And they, I don't know exactly what they did. I don't want to know. 
But, um, and then, like, not too long after that, whatever, now they're announcing that he has cancer. I don't know if it's prostate cancer or what. I just know it's cancer. But I was like, you know what? Boo-hoo, whatever. Exactly. Karma, you ever heard of her? Because she makes her rounds. And I'm just going to say that's for Princess Diana. Have you seen the size of that man's hands? All of his karma what? in his life went to his hands. Google no. his hands right now. Google French Charles's hands. Those are the biggest fucking hands I've ever seen in my whole life. Okay, hold on. Him holding a pen looks like he's holding... They're puffy. I don't know. They're... It says, King Charles, Sausage Fingers, Mystery Solved. <laughs> <laughs> What? Sausage fingers. His fingers do. Hang on. His fingers do be looking a lot like a Vienna sausage. Yes. Look at them bitches. Yeah. His his pinky looks like it's about to explode because that ring is on so tight. I don't even know how he got that on. He probably put that on one time when they got married and it ain't (laughs) never came off. Probably not. I don't understand. What can... Oh my god, look at this one. Yeah, look at him. He looks when, like a Pillsbury Doughboy if he had fingers. When the fairy godmother and Shrek said, get those sausage, those green sausage <laughs> fingers out of my face, that's what she, that's what they were getting at. They were getting at Prince Charles, not Shrek. It was yes. a stab at Prince Charles. Literally. Get those big meaty sausage fingers out of my face. But, huh. oh, so coincidentally, five years ago today, my grandma passed away as well. So it's like, what is there with today that just surrounds itself in death? You know? Rest her soul. Love her to pieces. Yes, we do love her to pieces. But I just found that so weird. Because, like, as soon as I woke up this morning, it was like, oh, uh, my grandma passed away. Like, this is the day that my grandma passed away. And then it was like, Toby Keith's dead. And I was like, hold on, hold on, hold on. But, Jimmy Buffett, now Toby Keith. Uh, you know they who, say it goes in threes, so who's next? Exactly. But, I mean, to be fair, Jimmy Buffett's death was almost a year ago. No, that was like a couple months ago. Are you sure? Yeah, that was that was just a couple months ago. I was in Oregon. Was that whenever Jimmy ago? Buffett died? That was a couple months ago. That was not even six months ago. No, I think it was in August. It was in August. It wasn't a year ago. No, that was a couple months ago. I know that it felt like a year, but yeah, I know the fucking. Okay, can we talk about how long January felt? January was three years spammed into one month. That was the longest month of my entire life. I felt like there was six weeks in the month of January. Like, I was literally with you last month, and that felt like six months ago. It did. And I literally left in the middle of the month. And I thought it was just me that was like, oh, January's dragging because Zach's like getting out out of the army in like this month 
And I was like, oh, it's probably just me because I'm so excited for this, like, for him to finally be done with all this stuff and yada, yada, yada. And I was like, I'm glad it's not just me. It's everybody else's January, too. No. Usually time zips and zaps by, and it's like, where'd it go? And every day I woke up, and it's like, it is still fucking January. And some days I woke, or not woke up, but, like, some days I was like, oh, my God, it's still Monday. Like, this day has been the longest day ever. It's only 6 o'clock, and it feels like it should be 12 a.m. Speaking of, yesterday was very much Monday. That was the longest day of my life. Was it? It was very long. I would just go and go and go and go, and I couldn't sit down. I didn't, like, I just had all my But you had a really productive day. I did. And that's good. I had a bunch of things to do. I almost got into a fight. All sorts of stuff. But it was over. Alleged. It's alleged. Another day. Um, I'll tell you about my what I did today. It's not really all that entertaining, but there is a story to it. Okay, let's hear it. For one, today. Or has been going on for days. I lost my mic and we needed to record today. And I was looking for it everywhere. (laughs) I was looking for it everywhere. I tore up the couch. I moved the recliners. Everywhere. Couldn't find it. Like spent so much of my day doing that. Like I didn't even get to do anything else. Other than my oil change. And I knew I needed to get my oil change. So I was like the day's almost up. I need to go do this. And I'm going to have to come back and record. And... I went and did my oil change. It was very good, very nice. I went to the Take 5. This is not sponsored. But (laughs) they were very nice and very good. And I was just like, I don't know. You know, I don't know. Yeah. Well, to be fair, Demi and I call each other about like 10, 15 times a day. Okay? And so we've been back and forth on the phone for multiple times at this point. And talking about this microphone, I'm like, okay, well, could you put it here? Could you put it here? Could you put it there? And she's like, I've already looked everywhere. I've looked everywhere. I was like, well, didn't, don't you normally put it back in the case? Did you check the case? And she was like, yes, I checked the case. And then she texts me no, when no, I no. went to pick up my kids from school. Yes, wait. She texts me and she says, I found it. And I said, where'd you find it at? She didn't respond. And then whenever we got on here to start talking, like, to start doing the podcast, she's like, guess where I found it? And I was like, where? And she was like, it was in the case. And I was like. It blended in. (laughs) It blended in. But I did scare Bailey. The whole doing of the oil change was said because I did go get an oil change because she called me on the way. And I'm directionally challenged like a motherfucker so she called me and I was like I gotta go I gotta go I don't know where I'm going and I still (laughs) went the wrong way but then I did it and then they started my oil change very nice very good very helpful very informative (laughs) I'm glad they were so nice and helpful then I call Bailey because I'm like oh they're done speaking to me and then as soon as I get on the phone with her he started speaking to me again and I just hang up the phone because I'm like shit and she well, texted no, me. hold on. I said hello two times, and I didn't get a response. 
All I heard was this man in the background. And I'm like, I can't decipher what this man is saying. But I said hello twice, and normally she'd be like, hold on, hold on. She didn't say nothing. And then just hung up on me. And I'm like, okay, was this a distress call? Do I need to do something right now? So yeah, I texted her. From a thousand miles away, but she was going to be there. She was going to jump. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I was. And so I like immediately hang up or whatever. And then she texts me like, are you okay? I heard a man talking. <laughs> and I was like, yeah, like it's me. No worries. Everything's fine. And then I almost texted you something because I was like, she's probably not going to believe it to me. So I should probably text her something that she knows it's me. And then he just kept chaperoning on. So I was like, oh, she probably knows. She knows. But <laughs> I got that done. And I spent the rest of the day looking for our mic when it was in the case. <laughs> like, I guess I wasn't paying attention because when I put my mics and stuff up, I was like, okay. And then I started looking for it and I couldn't find it. Like, right after we recorded the last podcast, and I was like, it's lost. And I spent like 20 minutes looking for it and I was like, oh well. And then I just procrastinated until today and then spent hours looking for this damn mic when it was in the case all along. But look at you now. You found it. That's all that matters. Look at me now. Um, also, I was going to say, we need to come up with a safe word to where if something, like, is a little sketchy or whatever, or not sketchy, but, like, if one of us is questioning like what's going on or something's wrong, we need to have a safe word that we say to each other so that we know it's us. Let's not say it on the podcast, but let's get one together so that if that happens again, you can just say the safe word and I'm like, okay, it's Demi, everything's good. And then we also need another safe word for like if something's going wrong. Yeah. But we'll come up we're not going to announce that on the podcast because what if somebody comes and kidnaps us and they're like, Oh, I've listened to your podcast. I know your safe word. And that's what we get for listening to crime all the time. Exactly. So, if you're listening, you have friends or whatever, come up with a safe word. Let's be safe. Okay? In this generation, you never know. Because there's crazies out there everywhere and they look like normal people. Ted Bundy, for example. Now, listen. All these women from back in the day said that he was so attractive. Me, personally, I don't know what y'all see in him, but that's not attractive to me. Anyways, to each their own. But they just look like normal people, so get your click together. Everybody figure out a safe word. You're welcome. Have you seen those things that, like, people put binders together? Like, if I go missing, blah, 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 blah. And it's, like, a oh, whole yeah, binder. And they have, yes, like, they have a, their fingerprint, a piece of their hair or something. Yeah, and, like, I would never go, like, I would never run away, I would never what, and blah, 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 blah. And I think I need to put one together because Dateline and crime documentaries have ruined the way that I think. Like, well, if somebody's, actually, go ahead, sorry, not to interrupt. If somebody's behind me, like, following me for more than, like, two minutes, I'm like, shit, 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 I'm gonna have to fight. And, like... 98% of the time, that's not the case. There has been time where I have been followed, but that's not the case. So I will say, you and I are very both aware, and we both pay attention to every little nook and cranny of our surroundings. 
our head is literally always on a swivel. Like, yeah. if we notice something, we say something right then and there. Or if we get, like, a sketchy feeling, we voice it. Like, it's not like we're one of those people that just, like, ignore it. We make it known, you know? So, I think that's a good thing. However, my aunt sent me, or sent me and all my cousins, and I think, like, my aunt and my mom were in it, too. Um, This TikTok, I guess it's a new ploy that people are doing. Uh, This woman was in a van and this girl was walking out of like Target or Walmart or like some grocery store with her daughter. Her daughter's like, I want to say around the 10 year age. So she's a little bit older, but I don't know if this woman just didn't see that the mom was there or what, but she asks the girl, she's like, Hey, I dropped my debit card under my van. Do you think you'd be able to help me? I have a bad back or whatever. And so the mom comes around and she's like, oh, no, it's fine. I can help you. I can get it for you. And then, like, one thing leads to the other. This woman just, like, gets into the van really fast. And then I guess there was a driver in the van already. And then they leave. So, like, she didn't even pick up a card or anything. The mom said that, like, she looked under where the van was and there wasn't even a debit card. See, I'm glad that you said that because you and me, me and you, were very helpful, especially to, like, older people. And, like, if somebody were to ask me that, I'd be like, yeah, sure, no problem. Exactly. And that's terrifying. Yeah. And it's so sad that, like, that's what this world has come to. Like, even though, like, you do have a kind heart and you do want to help people out, you kind of have to be a little bit weary of it nowadays because so many people are using it as a ploy for, like, kidnapping. Like, you yeah, can't but, even be a nice person. You're like, oh, sorry, figure it out yourself. Bye. <laughs> yeah, you never know. Like, um, a couple years ago, I was going to, like, Cane's to get some food. And um, this guy, like, you know, you can tell when somebody's going to come up to you. And I was like, oh, he's going to mm-hmm. come up to me. He's going to ask me something. And he was like, hey, can you take me to the hospital, like, right down the road? What? And I yeah and like it was just me by myself so I was like no 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 like I'm like I thought really quick and I was like no I'm like meeting somewhere to someone here to eat and he's like it'll just take a couple minutes like just please take me down the hospital I really need to go I really need to get there and I was like no 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 I'm meeting somebody here and he was like I'm okay I'm okay like I just need a ride like can you please and I was like no 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 I'm okay if you're okay why do you need to go to the hospital I think he so was urgently saying that he was okay, like he was fine, because he probably could tell that I was like, oh shit, like this is kind of scary. But when he was asking me these questions, I was immediately like, a voice like came in my head and was like, no, Demi, if he needed help, he would probably go to somebody like where a man was around, because men usually ask men for help if there's one around, yeah. not whatever. And I was like, this was years ago, <clears throat> at least like four. So, mm-hmm. and I'm just glad that I thought quick and wasn't like, oh, yeah, sure. Mm-hmm. But we also do listen to a lot of, like, crime things. We watch a lot of crime shows and documentaries and whatnot. And I think it's just engraved in our brain that, like, this person's going to kidnap me. <laughs> like, because that's what I think of. Like, whenever I see something not necessarily normal, but it's not necessarily sketchy. Like, it's just kind of like a, mm, you know, my thoughts are instantly like, mm, 
this person could kill me. Yeah, but that instinct right there, like, I would rather get worried and tell somebody about it and, like, have something ready and it'd be nothing than be like, oh, it's okay, and then it's not okay. Yeah, exactly. And I did, like, usually anytime I have to go somewhere alone and I feel, like, unsafe or uncomfortable, I was like, oh, I'll call somebody because then somebody will know and it'll be fine. But a couple weeks ago, I listened to this podcast. I don't know which one it was on, probably Dateline or 2020 or Murder With My Husband, one of those three. Um, where this girl was literally on the phone talking to her boyfriend like she was getting off work and she was going to go home for a couple hours and then go to her other job and she was on the phone with him and all he heard was okay okay all he heard on the phone was okay 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 and then the line went dead and like nobody had seen her for days and she was later found murdered and <gasps> like he like thought like okay she's okay like she's all right and let it go for a couple hours and then he started contacting our family and it like they thought it was him the boyfriend for a long time but then they they x'd him out because he was like states away or whatever and it ended up being her ex-boyfriend that she broke up with <gasps> and he showed up and took her because she worked at the mall that's and he's the one that killed her yeah and so i'm like damn like even having somebody on the phone like that doesn't even give you a sense of safety anymore no, it doesn't. Well, okay, so when I was 15, 16, I started working at the mall before I could drive because I wanted to start saving up for my vehicle because I was going to have to pay a portion to have a nicer vehicle or I could have had just like a whatever vehicle and my parents would have paid for it. But me, I wanted my little turbo beetle with leather interior and a fender sound system she was cute um, i loved her <laughs> me too rest in peace um, the beetle. but yeah it, those who don't know i totaled it <laughs> anyway the hottest girls always total their first vehicle the <laughs> hottest girls always total their first vehicle and that's all i'm gonna say about that but anyways yeah. carry on um, I worked at the mall, and after I, like, was able to start driving to work, I wasn't getting picked up or dropped off by my mom. I um, started driving. I started, that's whenever I really started, like, paying attention to a lot of things, because I'm like, for one, the Woodland Hills Mall there is a apartment complex right behind it that a lot of sketchy stuff happens in. And so there's like people walking around. There's also panhandlers in that area that walk around. And so working at the mall, I didn't leave until like 10, 30, 11. Cause like even after the mall closed, you had to stay and like close everything. And then you had to take out the trash and blah, 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 whatever. I think it needs to be like a federally recognized law that not just women, but anyone under the age of 18 should be walked out. Like if it's dark outside, should be walked out to their car. Because I had to go by myself and walk out like into this sketchy area 
there was no one ever around and there's homeless people and like a lot of drug things that happen out there whenever i left the mall doors i like booked it to my car and once i started working at the mall i also started hearing a taser because okay if you are the cia or fbi you didn't hear this but I got a taser from someone who was of age to buy a taser because I think you have to be like 18 to buy a taser but I didn't give two shits I was like I'm not gonna be sitting here walking around prancing outside of this mall by myself without having some line of defense yeah so I got a taser and I kept that taser all throughout then all the way up till college um until, yeah. Because now I just carry, but I'm of age to do that. Yeah. But until I was of age to do that, I carried a taser. And I am fine with that. And I don't yeah. care what you have to say. Because being a woman, and me personally, I am five foot nothing. In high school, I weighed about 100 pounds. Um, and yeah, I could have got snatched easily. And what was I going to do? Nothing. Cause if there's like a 400 pound, six foot seven man that hops out of a van and grabs me, I can't do nothing. No, but fight for your life. Honestly, <clears throat> I like, we both can fight, but like, I feel like when we get mad, Anybody could come at, at us and we could take them just because the rage takes over. And the rage mm-hmm. that we have when, we, when we're mad is a different type of strength. It is. Also... But... Go <laughs> <laughs> ahead. But that's fine. That's fine. It just is what it is. It's still very good to carry a taser. Still very good to carry if you can carry. All I'm saying is, like, if you're not of age or, like, you feel uncomfortable carrying something like a taser or whatever, at least this is other things that I have heard. One other thing that I do do is I keep, like, this ginormous flathead screwdriver in my center console because it's, like, so long that if I did have to, like, use it to defend myself, I would feel like. Yeah, they'd have to get close because I would have to, like, use it, you know? But it's so long that I wouldn't have to get too close, you know? So, like, carry something like that in your car. I have seen that, like, if you carry spray paint in your car and if you get uncomfortable or whatever, you can, like, spray their, like, face. And since it's spray paint, it's, like, it'll basically blind them for long enough for you to get away. Um... I mean, you can have pepper spray, but sometimes, depending on, like, the air and stuff, you might get pepper sprayed, too. I do have pepper spray, and I did buy my little sister pepper spray as well, but I've never used it. But I do have that, and I do have a tire iron in my car. Or a bat. Bats are good. Yeah. Just carry something. But, in lighter topics, 
guess what I said. <laughs> <laughs> I, I hit my knee. I <laughs> what? <laughs> on this table. It's like pure wood, and I hit it right on the good spot. <laughs> Don't say anyway. that. No, it hurts so bad. Anyways, go ahead. <laughs> Sorry to um, interject. That made me think of, like, the whole Walmart situation. Yesterday, I was going to pick up groceries, and a couple miles from the Walmart, I saw this guy driving on, like, the main road that, like, you can go, like, 60 miles an hour on. The speed limit's 55, but, you know, you go 65 to 70. So, he was driving a lawnmower. <laughs> yeah. Like, driving, and I saw him, I saw him, and I was like, huh, wonder where he's going. I guess he's cutting grass somewhere. <laughs> no, I don't know how he got there so fast, but he got to the Walmart before me and was in front of me when I was turning in. Oh, and I was like, oh, please, please. <coughs> and so he weed whacked like, his way there. Yeah, he must have a turbo in that thing. <laughs> Because I've never, I have never. It was miles back. I passed him. And I was like, huh. And have then you ever right heard there. the story of the tortoise and the hare? Yeah. The tortoise wins. Slow and steady wins the race, baby. Disagree. Agree, to, agree in, that, in those terms. <laughs> but there, there should have been no way in hell that he beat me to the Walmart. But he beat me to the Walmart, and then, like, I was like, okay, he's going to get out of my way. So he kind of got out of my way, like, off to the side, but he didn't even look. Like, he didn't even look both ways or nothing, and then he started going in front of my car. And if I wouldn't have slammed on my brakes, that lawnmower wouldn't have been a lawnmower. And that man wouldn't have been a man. He would have been a bug on the ground. I do have to say, she's in Virginia right now, and that sounds like the most Virginian thing that I have heard yet that you have told. Other than the whole banjo playing, spoons playing, shindig that you went to. Yeah, but that was in a different part of Virginia. We also have been in a place where they play spoons, and Lincoln got a set of spoons to play for Christmas. He hasn't picked up the hobby. I'm <laughs> grateful, but he does have spoons to play. But... I bet he was probably ca carrying a can of Mountain Dew. Probably. Well. Probably. But I hope he got I mean, his groceries. I, and I, I can't hope he speak got home safe. Because whenever I was growing up, I would go to my grandpa, my grandparents' place, and they would just stick me on the lawnmower, the riding lawnmower. They put a big cinder block on it because I didn't weigh enough. And then they let me just drive around, all around town. Yeah, that's one thing. Like, I did the same thing. And then I was like, oh, Papa, I want a go-kart. So then guess who got a go-kart? Me. And then he got a go-kart You got a go-kart? Yeah, I got a go-kart. And then he was like, oh, you know what would be so much fun? If I got a second go-kart and we did races. So we had races on the go-kart. And then me, me. As a human being, I drive a little crazy. I do crazy things. <laughs> so the go-kart was broke down a lot. I'm not going to put all the blame on me. But when the go-kart was down and out, 
on its last leg for the hundredth time, we had the four-wheelers. But we did used to have go-kart races at Nanny's house on her three acres. That's so fun. I always wanted a go-kart. Because growing up, my friend had a go-kart, and we used to drive, like, down the dirt road, turn around, and come back. And it was so much fun. But That's how... That's how I came up with the lie when you were supposed to be calling into your work and you didn't make it into work and we had to come up with that lie. That's how I came up with that lie. We can talk about this now, okay? Because I no longer work for that company. Basically, yeah, I can't say the company or what I did because I signed an NDA. But this one time, me and my friend, shout out Rhiannon, we went to Memphis, okay? We went to Beale Street. Okay. At the time, my schedule was working from, I want to say 11.30 p.m. to 8 a.m. And it was like overnight, whatever. I worked remotely. I could work from anywhere. It was great. Um, However, we went down Beale Street. Um, By the end of the night, I had, like, really messed up my wrist. Um... I had bruises all up and down my elbows and my legs and my arms, all this kind of stuff. One place we went to, which was the last place we went, I was feeling good, and I went to lean up against a fence. Well, I didn't know that this fence was like one of those fences that they had at festivals that you have to put like sandbags on on like the little bars at the bottom to make sure they don't fall over. I just thought it was a normal fence. So I went to lean up against it. Well, it didn't have the sandbags at the bottom. Surprise, surprise. And whenever I fell back, my hands were pinned in between the, the fence and the ground. But I was on top of the fence, so I couldn't get up. I had to have a bouncer and, like, two other guys lift up me and the fence at the same time so I could get out. Okay, that's the first part of the story. Then, come to find out, my phone was in my back pocket whenever I fell. It completely shattered. Couldn't use it at all. It was like the backlight would come on, but nothing would populate on my phone. Okay? So now we're like seven hours away, six, seven hours away from home. I don't have a working phone. Oh, here's a side note. The only way to log into my computer to work is from my phone. So I had to miss work that night. I also couldn't call into work that night because my phone was busted. Okay. Um, I was freaking out. At this point, I started screaming, crying. Rhiannon and I were running back to the hotel from Beale Street. Now finding out that's a very dangerous thing to do, just her and I. But since I was having a manic crying episode, I was scaring off everyone else. Like, yeah. people were scared of me. Because yeah. the there was a guy walking on the same side of the road as us, and he was walking towards us. He looked like he was a sketchy man, okay? He apparently felt scared for his life because he crossed the entire street and went on the other side to walk the opposite side of the way. And then the next morning, I wake up, I, all that, whatever. We finally get home, okay? I get a new phone, 
the next day, I call Demi. I tell Demi what happened. Her and I come up with this lie because I'm like, I'm going to lose my job because I didn't call in and I didn't work. So this is the lie that we came up with. Sorry that it's such a long intro, but this is the lie, okay? Demi, do you want to take it? I don't remember every bit and piece, but I know that she called me and she was hysterical and I was like, hey, this is what we're going to say. We're going to say that you and Rhiannon were at the sand dunes or we could say that you were in a go-kart and you were running around on the go-kart and the go-kart flipped and you're in the hospital. And so... That's what we did. Well, okay, hold on. I didn't say I was in the hospital. I just told them that I had gotten into a wreck with one of my friends. And then I also said that it was one of, like, her grandpa's, like, older farm trucks. And it happened out on their property. So they didn't report it to insurance or anything. And they didn't even report the damage. Because it was just one of their old farm trucks and all that kind of stuff. Um, I also said I had gone to the doctor and they said I had a concussion, which I didn't do. But I said that. They kept asking you for a doctor's note and we got out of that some way, somehow. I don't really remember, but you got out of that one. I sent in pictures of my wrists and all the scrapes and bruises and like on my body itself i sent that to them and my broken phone i sent a picture of my broken phone to them as well and they just were like okay take the week off <laughs> so sorry hope you recover little did they know she was recovering from her antics yeah so moral of the story is do not do that just be a responsible adult okay um, I was going to try to be a responsible adult, but also have some fun a little bit. Apparently, I can't do that. So. It's all or nothing with us. Yeah. Um, needless to say, I probably will not be going back to Beale Street. So. Anyways, we love you, Beale Street. I've never been there, but. I love it. It's fun. It's where Elvis used to go and hang out, you know. There's got, there's like lots of different people who have been down there. I mean, it's fun. It's a, it's a cool place to visit. I went to Graceland. I went and saw all that kind of stuff. I, I, I would go back and visit Graceland again. I would go see all the different Elvis things. I'm just not going to go back to Beale Street. Gives me more flashbacks. I want to go because I've never been. Like, we did take a family vacation to Nashville. But that's the one thing that didn't get booked and we didn't do. Because it was either that or something else. And we ended up going to something else. And I wish that I went. But I feel kind of okay because I've seen like all the tours and stuff on TikTok. But I know that it's different if you go. Yeah, I definitely would say go in person if you haven't. If you are an Elvis fan, you'll definitely be excited. You'll definitely like enjoy it. Especially because they have a lot of memorabilia, like, along the actual museum part. Because touring his actual home, and then they've kind of set up, like, a 
I guess you kind of call it like a strip mall slash like shopping mall little area. Um, but each building you go into is like a different memorabilia situation for Elvis during his different things. Like they had one specifically for when he was in the army, one specifically for all of his cars, one specifically for all of his uh, like outfits and stuff that he wore in Vegas. And like, it's really cool. I will say I enjoyed it so much. What I didn't enjoy was Beale Street, but um, it's in Memphis, not Nashville. Speaking of, this goes with the Elvis theme. We did have, shout out to Maddie, if you're listening to this, hey girl. Um, she reached out to us and said that she really liked the book, the book pod, as we call it, sections of it, because we are readers. Um, we did, we have read the Elvis and Me. Have we already talked about this on the pod? I don't think we did. Um, we did read at different times, and we tried to do it. I think we listened to this one together as well. All the way back from, the one uh, driving home. That that was by um, his last wife. Okay, so if you haven't listened to Priscilla's book, it's really, really good, and I recommend if you are an Elvis fan and you haven't read the book, or even if you're not an Elvis fan, it's really entertaining and really good. Um, his last fiance, whatever you want to call her, because they weren't married, she put out a book, but we didn't get very far into it because it literally was like a copy and paste of Priscilla's. But if you want to listen to it, go ahead. But it was just like, come on, girl. Yeah. Be ever so serious because she came out with it. Like, it was new when we list- or tried to listen to it. Like, it was brand new. Like, she had just came out with it. And Priscilla. Ginger. Had came Her out- name was Ginger. Yeah, ginger, like ginger ale. Who the fuck likes ginger ale? I don't. <laughs> I do. Ew. I love ginger ale. Fuck a ginger ale. Sprite all the way. Oh, no. Whenever you have an upset belly or if you're, like, Sprite. pregnant and you have morning sickness, ginger ale does the trick. Sprite. I survived Cooper's pregnancy off of ginger ale the entire time. Ginger ale and salt and vinegar chips. Okay, well, we'll get into that. But... <laughs> to finish this up, you can listen to Ginger's book, but Priscilla had came out with a book version of hers like years and years ago, and then she would came out with the audio version, and I personally listen to audiobooks, like while I'm cleaning and stuff, and so I, that was the first time I had listened to it. I didn't know that she had came out with a book years ago, and it's in Priscilla's voice, so it makes it even better. And then Ginger came out with her book like a couple months to like a year after, and it was pretty much copy and paste. And it's like, okay, so y'all live the same life. Y'all have the same thoughts. Y'all did everything similar. No. Fuck no. So, if you want to listen to Ginger's side, go ahead. If you want to listen to Priscilla's side, go ahead. I personally love the Priscilla book so much more. Now, we didn't. We only got a couple chapters in to Ginger's before we started making fun of her. But, <coughs> that's that. Now... The whole Sprite and ginger ale thing. I do have something to say about it. Okay, let's hear it. <laughs> I hate ginger ale. And I'm definitely a Sprite girly. Hang on. 
how sweet. My husband just texted me because I told him that we were recording, and he was like, I'm on my way home. And then I texted him, we're still recording. Um, and he said that he would pick up pizza, and I said, it's okay. I will. Like, I can still cook when you get home. And he was like, that's okay. I'm going to take a little bit off of you. Aww. And get you some pizza. And how I, sweet. I don't, I have the best husband in the whole wide world. Oh my god, I'm so in love with him. Anyways, my beef, my beef <laughs> with, with ginger ale, not Sprite. Love you, Sprite. Please sponsor us. Um, <laughs> hey girl. Uh, so, I'm sure ginger ale is fine. I've tried it personally. I don't like it. But for whatever reason, growing up to present, any time that I'm feeling sick, my grandma's like, oh, well, we have ginger ale, or I'll get some ginger ale for you. And every single time, from the time that I came out of my mother's womb to now, mom's a strong word, every time I came out of my womb holder's sack, <laughs> yeah, I've said, no. I want Sprite. And she always goes to get to Sprite, but she always offers me ginger ale. Because it does the Lord's work. No, it tastes bitter. It tastes... It does not taste bitter. It is not. (laughs) Sprite tastes like it came out of God's hands from his water. Shut up. It does. (gasps) Also, I would like to add... That this whole cup, this whole cup is almost done, and I have like, touch, I have a touch bit uh, left, but womp womp. I should have got two bottles. Womp womp. Yeah, this wine is like it's tasting better as I go on. Oh, I also have to talk <laughs> about. The... Hang on, I'm trying to get the whole little sips. Okay, you get all of it. Do your thing. That's the whole bottle. The whole bottle. I'm still working on my first glass. I still have this much left. Oh, really? Because you've been talking all the time, and I've just been drinking. Drinking. It's Good okay. Old drink. We're going to, this one, we're going to cheers to Toby Keith. Oh. Wine for our women and beer for our horses. Amen. I still support the whole whiskey of it all, but. Yeah. For this, it's wine, and we love it. Mm-hmm. Um, we were honestly supposed to tell, I was going to talk about this at the beginning, and if you're still here listening to us. Glory be you. to you. We love you Glory. for it. I'm just, my cat is literally just here, staring at me and judging me. I have hey. a black cat. And he gives black cat energy. I'll say that. Stevie. Yeah. Who do you think you are? Where's my babe? I can't believe you're still on your first glass. I'm, I guess I'm just chatty fucking Kathy today. Because (laughs) I also have, this is. I also have this Dr. Pepper here because the wine is room temperature and I really needed a nice cold beverage. And so I'm like, I have this cold Dr. Pepper in my little uh, Arctic uh, thing. What's the Arctic Zone cup? 
Um, it's only in an Arctic zone because, as you recall, that I've told on previous podcasts, I did the Stanley I'm using is the one that was famously won at the bingo game. <laughs> Shout out to my parents. Um, that I'm supposed to be sending her every other week, but I have yet we have to do split so. Custody. Because That's we're okay. busy. Yeah, we're honestly. Honestly, honestly. We can just split it for half the year. You have I for think, the first half. Have you seen the Valentine's Day Stanleys? No, I have not. You don't know, you know why I have? Because I'm in a Stanley group. Of course you are. You get one Stanley. <laughs> no, 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 no. I'm not a Stanley girly. I love Stanleys. They're great. They're good. But I'm not obsessed. My mom invited me to it. And I was like, sure. Why not? She knew you and won that Stanley. She said, "Here, I'm gonna add you to this group." That's all I see. That's all I see now. So, it's all over everywhere. She dresses her Stanley up. Mine is just the regular Stanley. There's nothing. I've seen her do that, and I think those things that she makes are so cute. I love I, it. If you guys want my mom to start a business, getting Stanleys and customizing them and dressing them up, let us know. I haven't talked to her about it, but I'm sure she would love to because she. Has made it a career at this point. She's she very to make good at Etsy. It. She's very she's good so at it. She's so creative. Like, she's her, beyond she's, creative. She's like artsy and creative and like very crafty. And yeah. so I feel like she would make a shoe-in on Etsy. She needs to make one. Yeah, because she used to make the tumbler cups and like epoxy them and like customize them. And she had that for business. But then she quit doing it because she has Lyme, di- Lyme disease. Not me, telling degrees. not me telling all her business, but she does, so she quit doing that because, like, the fumes and stuff of it all. But, like, she yeah. can buy Stanleys and dress them up because they're so cute. So, if you want a custom Stanley and her to dress it up and make it all cutesy for us and you think that she should start a business, sound off in the comments below. Because And if you order through her and you were sent by two peas in a pod, maybe we can even include a little pea pod at the bottom of it or something. Yeah, and we'll give a 10% discount. If yeah, when you use you one or two peas. If you want her to start a business, we'll give you a discount for listening to the pod and listening to us ramble on. We literally haven't even... This is just coming out of our ass right now. We haven't discussed any of this. No, we haven't. She doesn't know. But hey, Mom, how you doing? Surprise, surprise. Surprise, surprise. You know that TikTok sound? Anyways, she's mm-hmm. really, really good at it. Her, her cups are so cute. But that's the one I'm drinking out of. And then I have another Stanley that my friend got me. Um, also, can we make an announcement right, right quick? What? So, um... In the state of Oklahoma, I can't remember if they do it in other states or not, but in the prison systems or the correctional facilities, they ha- they give the prisoners um, a deck of cards. I and they have, well, we're talking about it again. Um, <laughs> they give the prisoners a deck of cards. And on each card face, it has a different unsolved case or like mystery or whatever because if any of the prisoners know any information then they can you know that situation if you yourself can get your hands on one of those decks of cards um we would love to have one we have sent out an email 
and they haven't responded, we're going to have to make another email because we changed our email. Um, and we know. really want one of those cards. And so does Demi's mom. And we would love to be able to talk about some of those cases on but if you, the podcast. If you know how to get them on Wines Wednesday, we'll take one deck of like one card out of a deck every week and we'll discuss the case and dive into it. If you know how to talk to them, if you, you know, do the pen pal thing with the prisoners, have your boo, send us some. Yeah. Talk to that man. Be like, hey, look, I'm putting money on your books. You can get, you can get me a deck of them cards. Yeah. And we'll pay you for them. Yeah. But, aside from that soapbox, I did go... I was going to talk at the, about this at the beginning, but then we just started rambling on. Um, the wine that I got came from Miranda Lambert's store. She also has a winery in it. And I went with my sister-in-laws, and we went and tried her wine. And I got the two best wines that, like, I liked. And I gave Bailey a bottle for Christmas, and then I had a bottle. And eventually, I'll be able to drink mine. But... It's good. The store's good. The store's very, very cute. Um, yeah. If you haven't gone, go. They have. They also have a, like, um, section for the kids to get, like, root beer floats and, like, cutesy stuff like that. They have a lot of cute clothing and things like that. But I did go to her winery, and they also have um, beer tastings, if you're into that. Personally, I'm not. I'm just a wine and liquor drinker. But if you like that, then go and check out Miranda's store. It's in Lindo, Texas, if you haven't been. It even says it on the bottle. Lindale, Texas, Red 55 Winery. Yeah. It's a good wine. It's not bad at all. I like it. And this I'm drinking on again is Sweet Pineapple by Brightlands. You can probably get it anywhere. I mean, they sell it at Dollar General. So, like, Dollar General, Walmart, whatever. But it's good if you like sweet wines. If you like... Some states, actually, they don't sell alcohol in grocery stores. Well, have you heard... Like, when you go to a liquor store, there's wines, right? Yes. So, I didn't get one from Walmart, and I, like, didn't, like, we had went to Dollar General, like, a week ago, and I was going to pick one up, but I was like, no, I'll just go to the liquor store, they'll have some really good wines there, because every liquor store I've been in, they've had wines, but I went to the one mm -hmm. down the street, and he was like, no, we don't sell wines, only whiskey, and I was like, well, that's not what I need for this one, so. Well, like, every state's different, because I know whenever I was at school in Arkansas, like, they have wet and dry counties, and I don't remember exactly which is which or, like, the rules that follow, but wet means, from my perspective and my take on it, wet means pro-alcohol. Dry yeah, means dry. not good, like, no, no alcohol. I would never, I would never be in the vicinity of a dry county. Well, the thing is, dry counties, they still sell alcohol, but it's like on Sundays you can't buy alcohol. What kind of rule is that? Okay, well, that's, that is a lot. That's pretty much everywhere. I think they even have that in Tulsa. Nuh-uh! 
and Broken Arrow. No. You can't. They're closed. That's wrong. Wrong. Because no. there's no. Because there is um, liquor stores that I know for sure that are open on Sundays. They just close earlier because it's Sunday. But they sell any alcohol you want. No, they passed a thing a couple of years ago that they're not open on Sundays. I distinctly remember because one no. year. Because that one law year, was that they could be sold in gas stations. I don't like think Like you could so. sell wine and stuff in gas stations because before then we didn't have wine in gas stations. Okay, well maybe not. But one year I went to buy my dad some for his birthday. What a wonderful birthday gift. Um... <laughs> Some, but they didn't. They weren't open on Sunday, so we had to go to QT, and I bought a thirty pack. My brother bought a thirty pack, and I bought him a pound of bacon. Because what else could you want for your birthday? <laughs> no, it wasn't it's for the bacon. His birthday. It was for Father's Day to thank him for being a father. Well, the bacon would have been. I would have loved a pound of bacon, especially now. Like if it, this was a couple years yeah. ago. Yeah. Now in this economy, sorry, all you're getting is a pound of bacon. <laughs> yeah. Like, that shit was $15. The alcohol rules and regulations, don't quote us, because honestly, we both might be wrong, we both might be right. I have no idea. You'll have to fact check that, because we thought there was 52 states in America. Correction. Yeah, we both did. You thought it, so I thought it. <laughs> your battles are my battles my battles are yours okay 52 <laughs> states of glorious things what now here's my question since how many actually is there 55 no oh see Woo! we're gonna get yelled at again <laughs> we're gonna get yelled at how many? 50 50 oh. <laughs> <laughs> 55. Okay. So since you said there was 52. We are never talking about states again. And fuck geography, okay? (laughs) I don't. We are never talking about nothing geographical ever again. God, I said 55. Where I was going with that, I was was like, there's actually 55 states. We could X them out, but there's not. There's only 50. So we can't X it. X any of them out, but if I were to X some of them out, I would probably X out <laughs> the state of Virginia. And That's I would X one. out Ohio. Ohio, because who the fuck is going to Ohio? But if you listen okay, to the the Kelseys are from Ohio, so I have to give Ohio a little bit of respect. Because, because I love I the Kelsey, Kelsey family. family. Mace, Mace, like mainly Mace, Jason Kelsey and his family love them. I'm, I'm a Kylie Kelsey stan. Love her. She's, I, I want to be her when I grow up. But, so they're from Ohio. So I kind of have to be okay with Ohio. But from my experiences in Ohio, I don't know about that. Um, what else? I would X out Washington. I was about to say Washington. Yep, Washington. <laughs> I don't even think yeah. that's how you say it. I, how do they say it? If Wa- Washington? If I, if I was from Washington, I would probably say... Also, another one that I kind of want to exit out. What? Um... 
I'm seeing the state right now. I'm looking at it, but I can't. Actually, I'm going to Google a map. Minnesota, Minnesota, because that one's so cold. Minnesota is such like, and it's a Minnesota. Like the people who are, okay, not to, not to be negative because we want to be positive girlies and not that we're shit talking, but we definitely are. But, um, people who talk in a very Minnesotan accent, like sometimes if it's like, so like you can tell them from Minnesota, but it's not like a thick accent. I don't have a problem with them. But the people who are just constantly like, Minnesota, eh? Like, they sound like they're from Canada. That's whenever I, I'm like, what, girl? I keep trying to bring up a map of the United States. And first, when I typed it in, it said... Can this- we be done with the map of the United States? Okay. All right. I'm just going to say, just I kidding. first typed no, it in, and it Go said ahead. the universe. And then I typed <laughs> it in again, and it said the states of the United Kingdom. Who gives a fuck about where <laughs> Prince Charles is? Anyway. Womp womp. All I care about is, you know something, speaking of, not to get off on a different train, but I would love to go to where Princess Diana is buried. Where is she buried? I don't know. But I would love to go see her burial. Like, her burial grounds, I bet they're beautiful. Oh, you know it is. Exactly. And you know that Prince Charles... Prince Charles fumbled the bag. I don't even know why he'd want to divorce her and get with that old hag. You she's know he's never been there a day in her, his life after the fact of her dying. No, he's literally, like, she, when she was 20 years old, she looked 68. <clears throat> oh, like, Camilla? Yeah, Camilla. Can't, Camilla. I can't stand her. I, camel toe? That's who you're talking about. <laughs> camel toe? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I saw this TikTok that was like, well, if Prince Charles dies, is Camel Toe going to take reign? And it was like, no, she won't because she'll be a widow. The next person in line would be the guy who's married to Kate. Yeah. What's his name? William William and Kate. William. William. Yeah, William's going to be king. And I was like, thank God. Get Camel Toe out of there. Kick her back to you know, at the coronation when that Grim Reaper passed through, he was passing through because <laughs> Prince Charles was about to get cancer in his fingers. That's and probably where it started. Giant sausages. But anyways, <laughs> I guess we will go ahead and wrap this episode up. We hope that you thoroughly enjoyed it, and we will see you on Monday. Love ya. Bye. Love ya. Toodaloo.